We believe the term dieting is outdated. It's widespread knowledge that typically diets don't work. But my next guest believes we are disguising diets in more polite terms. Attitudes or practices that are being wrapped up as maybe lifestyle eating at their core may be hurting our healthy eating goals. Studio 5 Health contributor Mickey Everhart is here to help us understand if we're eating for our weight or for our health. Sister, this is an interesting question. I love that you just said like, Mostly we're thinking dieting, we all know it doesn't work. Like that's like, okay, well, let's I, move. I like to assume strength and smarts in, in women. And I think most women can come to that conclusion. But this question strikes deeper. Are we eating for health or for weight? Give us your there's context. There's kind of this like, hmm. Yeah. You know, I was recently reading Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, which is a great one. And his, his premise behind it is it takes 10,000 hours to become a master of something. Mm -hmm. An elite athlete, a pian virtuoso pianist, all of these things. In my mind, I'm reading this, obviously in my line of work and the different clients I've had over the years, I'm wondering how many women are masters at manipulating food to manipulate their body? Mm -hmm. Thinking, too, 20 years ago when I was like, oh, I, needed, I felt like I needed to change my body. But looking at it through a lens today, I was fine. Yeah, I was but good. We always have this ongoing feeling that I gotta change this, I gotta change this. So mm -hmm. that's kind of where this premise came from. Like where, what, what are, where's our focus? Where are we putting our time and energy? What's the motivation and mindset and method behind things yes. that can steer us down a course or because that's ultimately what matters. Even the, in the example you just described, I could tout or celebrate my discipline, right? Or my commitment or my control, my self-control, all good things until they're applied in the wrong way. Right, and what I would say to that is eating for help feels, feels like a warm hug. It feels kind and loving and, and respectful. Mm -hmm. And eating just for weight or to manipulate and change my body feels more manipulative, punishing maybe even, mm -hmm. reactive. Mm -hmm. So a different feel. Yeah. But where it gets tricky, to your point and great question, is sometimes they yeah. are here. They bleed. Uh huh. I'm thinking of a time when, uh, Emmy, it was just Emmy in Boston, so it must have been, what, seven or eight years ago, and I consistently make green smoothies for my kids mm. because, let's be honest, sometimes that's my makeup meal. You're here. Yeah, and I remember I was slicing fresh strawberries, and I popped one in my mouth, mm. and it was this moment like, here I am so concerned with the nutrition and the nourishment that I'm getting in front of my kids every day, but when do I stop to drink the smoothie Ooh. or enjoy the strawberry? As you speak, eating for your health feels good. It feels good. It is this, like, I'm caretaking. Yes, yes. Okay, you have four tips to help us navigate this distinction mentally as well as in our practice, our everyday practice. First, there's this idea of limiting versus freeing. Weight loss, dieting type eating is very limiting, but eating for health is freeing. Let me give you an example. Let's say if, if I'm trying to eat healthfully and intuitively and I may choose to have that warm brownie, share it among my friends in this beautiful situation that feels good, it sounds good, it's delicious. I may also, in a different situation, choose not to have that warm brownie because I'm full, it's not really interesting to me right now, it may not feel good if I have it. Mm -hmm. When we're eating for help overweight, we have options. Yeah. It's freeing because I get to choose depending on the situation, not black and white, brownie equals no. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So opening that up to allow that permission to step in mm -hmm. and see how I feel in this situation, not 
the rules tell me I gotta say no to that brownie. Can you speak a little bit more to the motivation piece? And I'm gonna peel back the curtain. I get the chance to hear real-time feedback from viewers all the time in the aisles of Target, and I love it. I love having friends wherever I go. A couple months back, a woman said to me, sometimes I listen to conversations like this, and I think, well, gosh, losing weight isn't bad. And it's not. Losing weight is a healthy And I wanna be very clear, I am not against weight loss. Yeah. But there are methods and motivators that prey on women yes. that don't contribute to our health. So speak That's to those, what I'm against. Speak to those motivations. How can we check our motivations and make sure they are coming from a healthful yeah. place? The question that you can phrase things is, like, am I choosing this simply because I need to lose weight? Yeah. Or, like, I don't make decisions that way. When I'm thinking of my choices with food brick, I'm thinking of my appetite, my hunger levels, I'm thinking of proximity to food, I'm thinking of nutrition, I'm thinking of pleasure, I'm thinking of my budget, I'm thinking of fun. All of these things kind of surround my choices, which open up for options, right? Again, freeing, where if it is just, I have to lose weight on this, those options become very narrow. Mm -hmm. And that becomes hard to stay with over time, mm -hmm. which is why diets don't work. Diets don't work. <laughs> you want us to keep listening. Keep listening. Like, if we're trying to develop a more nutritious, helpful, intuitive approach to eating, like the thought of New Year's coming and like, oh, I gotta restrict and that just sounds exhausting and I'm tired of that. Let's shift to listening, meaning opening up those options for how does my body feel if I'm going to eat this? Am I hungry? What does hunger feel like for me? I may have ignored it for a while that I don't get a, a grumbly tummy, but I may lack energy and I can't focus my brain. Or I might feel hungry all the time and I need to beef up those meals and add in more carbs and protein versus feeling like I'm never satisfied. Listen, your body tells you things differently than mine does. And we have to be able to tune in and trust those cues versus looking to somebody else to tell me what I should do with Isn't that. Isn't that just being a good steward? Like we're, we're given this gift of a body, we get one. And, and being a good steward and listening to its needs. It's honestly my favorite word, yeah. a steward. Yeah. It feels so different than a punisher yeah. to shrink. Yeah. Oh, Mickey, your words are so good. Finally, be honest with ourselves. Be honest. And this kind of summarizes everything together. Yeah. I'm going to add, like, what is the method behind it? Am I doing something that really is not contributing and helping this be positive? Listen, those cues are there. Be honest. And if we're still not sure, you have a few ways quickly to distinguish yes. between the two. Yes. These are just some things like eating for help feels supportive, not punishing. It's flexible, not rigid. It feels empowering, not anxiety producing. It can build on internal cues instead of external voices. I'm connected, not disconnected. Things like I feel in charge, not in control. And eating for help builds confidence. It doesn't destroy it. Mm. So there's some things there to think about when you are making decisions. Again, I'm not against weight loss, but what's the motivation, the method behind it? It's important. I learn from you every time we have the chance to speak. So thank you for being our advocate. Thank I feel you. like thank that. Thank you for being the platform. Oh, I'm so we grateful. love you, Mickey. We appreciate you.